Larry here, Acts 29 today. Thank you for tuning in, spending a few minutes with me today in this edition. Well, some old school here. A little bit of a second chapter of Acts on the intro, the, uh, the Easter song, great song from uh, back in the day. So with that, uh, we're going to get into the uh, next part of the story here of uh, what was going on in that truck. So. I was thinking about it this last week, and I I wanted to share an example, uh, a word picture, if you will, of something to help to help give you a a, a picture of of what praying in the spirit really really does in a kind of a broad picture scope I'll get into the particulars of it as we go along but as I was thinking about it you know because it's it's such an important thing and and I don't think most people get it you know I don't think they actually understand how important it is to pray in the spirit and and what it does in our life and through our life and to our life and so i do i just want to give this big picture so that you can kind of understand and see it in a little different light than just going through one aspect at a time and i it came to me like this it was like when we were born again we're born again into the middle of like this big maze. And you know what a maze is? It's it's a place that's got many different paths going all kinds of different directions and directions going off of directions and the idea is you got to find your way you know from the center of this thing through the exact right paths to get out of the maze and out into, you know, the clear world. Or you're trying to go in the maze from the other way and get to the center of the maze where the treasure is. So you can look at it either way, but, but I'll just start with it in the center of the maze. So there we are in the center of this maze. There's hundreds of options if not thousands that we can take trying to find our way out of this place and so we start out and you know we walk down this path and then there's a path leading off of that path but if we go straight you know well where does that go 
Well, and so we take it and, and it's a dead end. It just stops. So we go back and we turn left on, on the only path off of this particular pathway. And we go down that pathway and then there's other paths that go right and left off of that or we can go straight. And so we, we start to, you know, go down these different paths. And, and this maze is like our lives. And so we're born again and we're trying to walk in God's ways and in his, you know, desire for our life, his plan for our life. And we're trying to find that plan. You know, we're trying to discover what is that and how do we get to it and, and fulfill it. And so we, you know, we try different things and, and one of the paths says passion on it. So we follow our passion and, you know, other paths say, you know, what do you like to do? What do you wish you could do? What would you do if money and time were no option? And, you know, so we try all these different paths to try to get out of this maze and into, you know, God's plan for us. And then after a while, you know, we kind of discover that, well, I don't know, man, I've tried a lot of these paths and those paths, and I still haven't gotten out of this place. And, you know, we, we get lost in this thing, and we can't even find our way back to where we made the last turn so we can make some other kind of turn. And so we go through life, you know, and sometimes we just go, well, you know, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe there's no way out of this maze, you know. So maybe I should just, maybe I should just, you know, do the best I can where I am with what I have. And so we, many people just stop short somewhere. You know, they just, they just quit looking, seeking, knocking, asking, and, and they just go, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, this far as I'm going, you know, I give up. I'm hanging out here. And so they just do something in life, you know, just because it's there, just because it's something to do. And that's it for them. You know, they, they stop right there. Other people go a little farther and, you know, end up in, in something maybe <clears throat> a little closer to that perfect plan of God for their lives on, on the outside of the maze. But, you know, they're still in the maze. They didn't make it out. And so they're, they're doing something. And they're hoping that's right. You know, they went to Bible school and they decided that, well, maybe I'll just be a pastor. So I'll just go to Bible school and be a pastor, you know. But it was their choice. You know, it wasn't a God calling. It wasn't a God thing. And it wasn't a gifting of God, but just something they thought, well, you know, that's that's what I'd like to do. So, you know, that's, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I saw a guy 
at a place in Arizona when we were living there. And he was the uh, pastor of this, I don't even know what denomination it was, but it was one of the deader ones. And of course, and this, this place was an over 55 community. And so, you know, most of the people in there were were very old or, you know, in their 70s or late 60s. And so I was talking to him one day because a friend of mine from India was with me and he insisted we stop there because he wanted to preach in this guy's church. And I said, hey, you know, there's no chance this guy is going to let you walk in off the street and preach in this place. But if you want to stop and talk to him, you can and it'll be good for your education. So we stopped, and uh, and this guy was gracious, and he invited us into his office, and my friend from India began to, you know, tell him about all the experiences he's had in India and the supernatural experiences of deliverances from death and beatings and persecution and, you know, just, just all the... It was like the Book of Acts, you know? And uh, so he said he wanted to share next Sunday and, and, you know, so the people could hear what's going on in India. Well, this old guy said, well, you know, son, he said, we do things a certain way here. And, you know, we we don't have uh, opportunity for people like you to do that here. So, you know, it's uh, it's been good talking to you and whatever. So... Anyway, my friend, he just went out. So I stayed and talked to this guy for a little bit. And he said, you know, he said, this is the best job I ever had. He said, all these people are old. Their kids are grown. So they don't, there's no problem with kids. He said, you know, they're through with all their divorces because they're, they're too old to, you know, do anything anyway. And he said, so really all I do here is basically, uh, you know, funerals and uh, and and uh, speak on Sunday mornings. And, you know, I'm thinking, hey, this whole thing is like a funeral, dude. But then he went on to say that if anything ever happened at this place, he would find another retirement community and he would put in for the job there of being pastor of the the local denomination, whatever, whatever it was, Methodist, Lutheran, or something, I don't know. And I left there, you know, and, uh, of course, my friend, he just couldn't believe it. And uh, I said, no, this is normal, man. You know, you, you could stop at a hundred churches here, and none of them would let you in. That's the way it is. But I was thinking about this guy, you know, and I thought, man, he said it's the best job he ever had, you know. It was like, it was a job to him, you know. And he was happy because he didn't really have to do much for these people except bury them, you know. And uh, <laughs> I was like, wow, this is unbelievable. So anyway, people get, you know, they, they get in these places in the maze and, and they, they never get out. They just never get out. So life is like a maze. And, you know, we're trying to find our way out through all these different pathways. 
to get to that place where we get outside, where we can see what's going on, where we have room to do what we should be doing. And it's a whole new dimension, a whole new world. Well, what praying in the Spirit does in the big picture, and I'm, and I'm going to go into the, a lot of the individual parts of it, but in the big picture, what it does is it prepares you for what God's called you to do on the outside of that maze. It's also giving you direction on which way to turn and which pathway to go down that will eventually take you out of that maze. It's building you up in your spirit so that you will be strong enough for the journey and all the things that will come against you in the maze before you get out. And it's also taken the plan of God that God designed for your life, the perfect plan. And because that perfect plan comes from the supernatural spiritual world, it has authority over the natural world where you're running around trying to find your way out. And because it has authority over that natural world, at some point in this process, everything you do in the natural will begin to line up with that supernatural plan. Because that supernatural plan has to be fulfilled. And in order for that supernatural plan to be fulfilled, the natural world has to line up with the supernatural plan so that you can walk it out in this physical world. And so all those things are happening while you're praying in the Spirit and, and walking through this maze. And sometimes, you know, there's creatures in the maze that jump out and try to attack you, try to stop you. It's demonic stuff. It's the enemy trying to stop you. <clears throat> you know, there's all kinds of other things, temptations, places where they try to get you to stay. You know, you don't need to go any farther. So there's all kinds of stuff in this maze of life. But as you're praying the perfect prayer, the Holy Spirit is actually pouring the perfect plan of God and everything that's going to take to do and what it is and to prepare you for it, everything is pouring through your spirit in this prayer language back to God. So God hears this perfect prayer that you're allowing the Holy Spirit to pray through you back to God and he answers that prayer because it doesn't miss. It's the perfect prayer. So he's answering all of that prayer, all of that perfect prayer for your life, your destiny, your future, your purpose, your calling. And he's preparing you for it. He's building you up in the spirit, up above the walk of the flesh that would keep you where you are year after year after year after year after year. All this is happening while you are simply praying quietly in the Holy Spirit, tongues for edification, one of the four diversities of tongues. That's what's happening in the big picture. And if people could only see it, 
they would they would jump on it and they would start praying in the spirit today and they would pray for as many hours a day in the spirit as they possibly could because they would know what is happening in the spirit world what's happening inside of them and what is going to happen one day on the outside of them in their life in this natural world as that plan of God begins to unfold in front of them one step at a time so that you'd have to really try it hard to miss it. And the provision is there for it also. Supernatural provision is also in that plan. And so, you know, I no longer have to beg God to do this, do that, and, and beg people and all the rest of that stuff because all that provision is provided for already. I just need to walk it out. I need to activate this thing. And to activate it, I need to offer my body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto him, which is my reasonable service. And how I do that is by offering my body in prayer and praying in the Holy Spirit. Tongues for edification, the revelation gift. Building myself up on my most holy faith. Praying always in the Holy Spirit. And so that is what I really see as an example of the big picture of life. And how we can move and get out of that confusion and that wandering around and wondering, you know, what and how and on and on. So that's simply how we activate it and what happens when we do. And yes, it takes time. It takes time. You know, I was two years, uh, I mean, and many hours a day. But at the end of that two years, there were many things that happened. Things that changed my whole world. That if I hadn't have prayed like that for those two years, I would still be wandering and wandering around in the maze, trying to figure out how to get out of this stuff and this confusion and on and on. So... Uh, I'm going to leave it there, and then next week I will <clears throat> I'll uh, get into some more of the specifics on uh, what praying in the Spirit actually does in, in more detail. So this is Larry, Acts 29 today. Check me out on the blog, same address. God bless. We will see you next time.